What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is the Cloud Gaming Podcast. So today we have some pretty good news when it comes to cloud gaming. So we'll try to cover all of that. We're going to go without any guests this week. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool just to chat with the panel and get uh, the reactions to the cloud gaming news this week. So if you guys didn't know, uh, we're going to cover Google Stadia. They released two games. They announced two games coming to the platform today with the pro games being announced. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about GeForce Now with the 22 games and a huge game with Biomutant. A lot of us on here have tried that game. So we'll be talking about that game as well. We'll be talking about Amazon Luna giving us the June roadmap as well with some pretty cool games on there. So we'll discuss that. And then also xCloud always just giving us their weekly game releases. But man, so much to talk about. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's check in with the panel, see how everyone's doing, see what they're playing, see what platform that they're using to play this games on. So to get started, Gamer TV, how you been, sir? What you been playing, and also what platform have you been using? Oh, I've been great, man. Thanks for asking. Um, honestly, I'm playing Biomutant. <laughs> I haven't touched <laughs> anything else. I can't. It's okay. there's something about this game that just drives you and drives you, and you, you want to find everything and do everything. So I've spent all my time here across um, GFN and locally on my PC in 4K. So. Running this game native 4K, it just cannot be beaten. I love I love GFN, but God, man, when when I'm at home sitting behind my desk, <laughs> yeah, I'm local with this game. Mm. Yeah, so, but that's about it, man. Just to- totally into Biomutant. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that game is really fun. And so we're going to get to it heavily. Again, it's going to be a huge discussion piece when we talk about GeForce Now. Um, but I, I did want to ask you, did you watch the Horizon Zero Dawn um, State of Play uh, showcase? Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. Okay. That's just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> something that I was getting for some people is like graphically, right? Biomutant, some people were saying looks kind of as as good as horizon would would you say that's pretty accurate or would you say that's stretching it i I, I would say i would say um that's about 60 to 70 percent accurate um i mean biomutant looks great if you talk about environments and then the effects and the way these guys um really pulled it all together with the um overall look and feel of the game i think it's very close but there are there are a few graphical processes happening um, and Horizons that, you know, it, it's next gen. It can't really be touched. Yeah. yeah. What, what, just real quick. I know this is not a Horizon uh, podcast. In place, <laughs> but, like, what did you see those next? Because I saw when they broke, when she shot that bow and mm-hmm. the thing yeah. broke and everything scattered. I was like, yo, yeah. that. Yeah, that, that, was, that was gorgeous. But for yeah. me, what really stood out is um, there's a scene where she's swimming in the oh, water yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, uh, and her hair. You know, every strand of hair Ooh. has its own physics process going on. And yeah. you, you just can't, you, you need processing power to pull that off properly. And you, yeah. and you see it, it, it's gorgeous. For me, that that little small detail let me know that um, next-gen games are coming and and we haven't seen anything yet, anything. That's awesome. I wasn't paying attention to that much yeah, detail. Check, but check that, yeah, check that scene out, man. Okay. It's pretty crazy. All right. Might have to run that back and just keep an eye on that for sure. 
cool cool gamer tv is good to have you man for sure thanks man yeah duncan how are you sir what have you been playing also what platform have you been using to play okay i've been playing some x-ray with sea of thieves when i haven't been able to play on my xbox uh i have been playing a load of gfn this over the last couple of weeks and um i think it is definitely kicking on there i think everything's nice and settled there and uh, there's an absolute ton of fun games to play i've been messing about with some planet based on there i've been going all completely another really old school and the cake is a lie and i've been playing some portal so it's okay. just to, just to try it out in gfn just this is what i like you can just go drop back into these old games on there as well and just play away i've done my little bit of stadia as well with some f1 uh yes i'm doing that in secret because i have to keep my reflexes sharp because you don't know what's going to be happening down the line uh but i've had a, a real good week playing games that's awesome. Good to hear you playing GFN and sneaking Stadia in there a little bit, right? That's awesome. F1. Good stuff. How about you, GTP? What have you been up to, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? So, Biomutant is pretty much what I've been into, but being so busy, I'm probably only like 20, 22 hours in, but yeah. Uh, it's one of those games I'll wind up beating. Uh, it's rare. I don't have much time. Um, I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the last game I could say, like I truly beat, like I put like 168 hours into that. Um, that was before I started YouTube. So that doesn't, (laughs) doesn't happen now. Uh, that's been mostly on GeForce now. Uh, but like gamer TV said, 4k also just looks phenomenal. So I've been able to do some of that locally, but mostly with max settings on the 2080, uh, rig 4k stays above 60 FPS the whole time and streams in 4k on moonlight so that's also been a really good experience for biomutant and besides that i'm getting really addicted to knockout city on the xbox dude just i just when i have a few <laughs> minutes i pick it up and i can't it's i can't stop I'm really loving it that's crazy yeah. that seems to be the game that most people are talking about now yeah. knockout city um, yeah just, just the w- sound of the dodgeball bonking them <laughs> in the head and then they're ko'd out it's just it's so satisfying who make did EA make that? Right? It's an EA original, or oh, at least wow. so. I don't know who the other publishers or developers are, but yeah. Okay, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I was trying to play that game and I couldn't. That's why I was like DMing you guys. Couldn't find <laughs> where to actually pick it up. But yeah, we'll have to check that one out too. Um, but good to see you playing Bio as well. We'll have a big discussion piece and can't wait to get your take on that game for sure. Hell monkey, sir. How have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? Yeah, thanks, yes. Um, Biomutant, of course, and I just knocked my desk. Apologies. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, apart from that, I jumped back into uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War because now that we have max settings all set up, I can finally play that game at a steady frame rate that's not choppy. And um, that 2080 Super Rig plays that game absolutely beautifully man i've uh i'm just so happy that i can i can play it again and the, the hundred dollar gigabytes isn't taking up any more space on my local rig it's um it's superb it's absolutely brilliant um apart from that uh i've dropped into naya again because uh i've still got five different endings to get to and I'm nearly at the se- <laughs> i'm nearly at the second one again um but I just, I don't even mind that I'm replaying it, man, because wow. the music's great, yeah. the combat's great, and um, 
I just love everything about that game. I've not been... A game hasn't drew me in like that in quite a while. I think the last franchise that drew me in like that was probably Gears of War. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm absolutely loving that. Absolutely loving it. Um, what, what else have you been playing? Imagine Earth, that uh, planet simulation style game. Very good oh, yeah. game. I would highly recommend that. Um, <clears throat> if anyone likes the the RTS simulation games, uh, the planets that the, the guys have created in that game are absolutely beautiful. And um, it's a really challenging game as well. The, the further you go in, and you can play it locally, multiplayer, set up your own servers. You've got so much to do, so much to do. It's well worth It's like $15 right now. And I would say it's $15 well spent if you were to get it. And that's on GFN? You playing that on? Yeah, on GFN, yeah. On yep. GFN, yeah. Because cool. I just landed this week. That's awesome. Awesome. Cool. Good to hear all that you guys have been playing. So I've been using Shadow a lot lately. You know, I've been on the fence, you know, to know if I should keep it or not, right? Because, again, I have two of them. And I am going to shut one down, but I'm going to keep one because Shadow... <laughs> I know the price increase, and I know a lot of people are upset about that, but there's still nothing like it. And this weekend, I would say this week, that's pretty much what I've discovered, that nothing else can replace it, man. It just does Virgil PC better than anyone else. And when, you know, graphically, I get it's only a 1080p rig, but, I mean, 1080 rig... True, but it still runs games pretty well. It's still running Kingdom Hearts on the Days Gone, and those games are running medium to high settings pretty well. So I'm I played a lot of Shadow this week, trying to finish Kingdom Hearts three on it. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but that's it mostly. I haven't played Stadio GeForce. Well, what am I talking about? Buy me in for sure. Uh, GeForce now. We'll get to that, but apart from those two games, nothing, not much. But all right, fellas, that is what we've been playing. That is the introduction uh, to the panel members. So let's get into the cloud gaming news for this week. Uh, Luna, we'll start with that. They gave us kind of the June uh, lineup of games coming, right? And I just, I'm so curious to get y'all's take on, on these games because, again, the pattern continues with them just focusing on Japanese-based uh, studio games, right? So, again, can't wait to get y'all's take. But Yakuza 0 is one of the games coming for the month of June. Uh, Killer Queen Black, again, this has been released on uh, Google Stadia, I believe, on Game Pass as well, not too sure. And then the Falconeer, which is a game that out of all those games really has my attention right now. But let's check in with the panel members, see what your thoughts are in these games. Are you guys excited about it? Is this a good get for the Luna platform? So to get started, GTP, what is, what's your take on these games? Oh, sorry. To also announce the rest of the games released on this platform with um, Trials of Coastal 4, right? And... Um, Overcooked 2 being the second game they released this week. So we have that on top of the uh, announcement for the month of June. So GTP, what's, what's your take on, on these releases? Yeah, it's been a good May for, for Luna. And 
this isn't a ton of games for June. I'm thinking we'll see some more Ubisoft Connect Channel games thrown in there right. like we did in May. They don't. Uh, I see that Luna's not taking it upon themselves to announce those games necessarily. It's more about the Luna Plus channel, their own channel that they're doing these roadmaps for. Um, right. But, yeah, I saw a lot of people happy about Yakuza coming. Killer Queen Black, like you said, was a game pass in the Stadia game already. Um and then you've got Falconeer, which is another... I haven't played it, but the reviews on that game, and I know it already has a huge following. Again, early access, five ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah. I will play all three of these games as they yeah. come out on Luna and check them out because I never either wanted to purchase them elsewhere or didn't have time to play them. And for me, Luna just works really well. Uh, you know, between the controller, the different devices, and, and the Fire TVs in the house and things like that, uh, I find myself kind of gravitating towards and jumping on Luna for certain games uh, here and there uh, for quick plays. But definitely definitely good for them. And I was happy to see, too, jumping in your stream the other day because I jumped in right when you were talking about Luna. <laughs> and, again, you're talking about how you'll be playing Luna that day. like it had Because, yeah. you know, for you in the beginning, Luna was kind of a – Nah, not right now. They're not there, and yeah. I see that they're really kind of bringing you over, and uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah, for sure. They they definitely growing on me, and uh, like I I will talk more about this. We'll talk about like EA right as a, as a potential channel, and I would definitely love to hear y'all's feedback on that. But yeah, Luna definitely is growing on me, for sure. But let's check in with Duncan. What's your take on, again, I know y'all still don't have access to it, but as a whole, right, what's your take on Luna just getting these games and the games released for this week? Yeah, uh, again, it is Luna being Luna and picking out these games which have appealed to gamers out there who may have not actually played it. Clever pickups yet again. And I think that's what we normally say about Luna. There seems to be thought, there seems to be creation that doesn't just grab absolutely everything under the sun. So uh, Yakuza is probably the big name out from that one. Uh, Again, people are crying out for Yakuza on all the different sort of platforms going. Strangely enough, it's not on uh, Switch systems, so they can maybe go for a wee push there because yeah. because um, I actually discovered this this week. They're not uh, Nintendo are blocking it. It isn't uh, Sega not bringing it. It's Nintendo actually blocking it because of Yakuza. Oh, really? no, because of the name. Oh, there's the there's Hell Monkey going what. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, anything to do with the Yakuza, do the things they go, uh, uh, we're not touching that. So, that they, they could actually do uh, uh, So, they could actually go for a bit of a push there. But uh, again, I'm happy enough of these coming. And um, when it comes out over here, you can just see the library is just building up nicely. $6 a month, you can't say no to that. It's right. just, it's a perfect sort of price point. And then we've discussed it uh, over and over again when they drop it into Prime or whatever way they're going to do it with Prime, it's just going to make it even more appealing. So it's it's, it's going to be fun. Okay. But I'm happy enough. Okay. Good to hear. Good to hear. Again, I cannot wait for you guys to get this over, over there, man. I know you guys have been waiting patiently, so... I can't wait for you to test it out. I think Luna is going to hit big when it goes to UK and all over the rest of the world. But cool. Gaming TV, what's your take on uh, Luna, June lineup? And also, what's your take on these two games releasing for the platform this week? Yeah, man. I think, um, as Duncan mentioned, curation is such a great word to use, right? 
it actually seems like they have a, t a team standing by assessing what to bring to the platform in what order um when they when they should actually release it and um it's very methodical and there's a strategy to it i appreciate that because um you know i've been i've sat in on a lot of meetings where things were just thrown onto a onto a whiteboard and, and they're like okay let's see what sticks and that seems to be the opposite of what amazon is doing with luna currently it's a little slow rolling for my liking. I, I'd like for them to put the pedal to the metal just a little bit, um, a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, from what I've seen, it's very easy to bring these games over to Luna. Now, when I say very easy, I mean, um, in comparison to bringing a game over to Stadia where everything has to be built from the ground up, um, you know, the, you have different APIs that have to communicate over and, and, and use different utilities to translate the information properly. But with Luna, it's pretty much, it's, 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 it's a plug and play deal. And um, they can bring more AAA games if they'd like a lot sooner. I mean, on the level of GFN, they can bring 22 games to Luna tomorrow if they wanted to. But they're intentionally going away from that for some reason. I don't know what it is exactly, but they aren't moving towards that direction. But um, the games that were announced are fantastic and really bolster the lineup for, at five ninety nine. It's you can't beat that to try games like this. So um, just to try, and that 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 says a lot towards the subscription model. While I would like a combination, but it does say a lot towards that model for five ninety nine. I get to try these games, and and if I don't like them, fine, no money lost. It's it's okay. If I love them, then great, I win. So right. I think I think it's a huge uh, benefit to Luna's lineup. Yeah, true, true. And you guys have seen this game playing, man. This game looks absolutely incredible, man. And to, like, I'll, I'll get to my piece. Uh, Hell Monkey, what's your take on Luna getting these two games this week and also the June lineup of games? Yeah, very good. Like the guys already said, it seems pretty strategic and well planned out. So I'm looking at the games that came this month. And um, so like you had the wonderful 101 Rad and Rogue Heroes, which is all very good solid games. But then you had the big one, Trails of Cold Steel 4. That's a $60, $70 game, you know, um, part of a fantastic JRPG series. And then you look at what they've announced for June, Yakuza Zero, solid game. Killer Queen Black, great library filler. The Falconeer is one I hadn't heard of, but like you guys, that looks like something I want to try out. Like it's something different from what we we normally see. And um, it said in the blog that they're looking forward to sharing more. So I think we're going to get something, you know, something along the lines of the Trails of Cold Steel Four, possibly. So like they maybe have like the three solid games, games, and then they have like the, the one standout game per month. But like the other guys, I want to see. I want this in my hands, man. I live in the UK. I don't live in like some far territory that that doesn't have internet or nothing. You know, like, I don't see a reason why the beta can't expand into Europe. Like that's that's the biggest disappointment right now. Um, I think a beta test should expand to as many regions as possible even if it is just limited even if there's only say x amount in the uk if i don't get it i don't get it but at least i know it's in the hands of people over here and they're getting a chance to test it and see how it works um 
So apart from that, they're doing good, but they're overusing this beta tag for my liking right now, and I hope <laughs> that changes. I can agree more, <laughs> but I'm sure some of the guys on here might disagree. But yeah, um, great take on that for sure. So I want to expand in some conversation with Luna. Um, as you guys were talking, a couple of things just came to me that I want to ask the panel and see what y'all's take is, right? So we know June is a big month for gaming. June is E3, right? Most of these companies are going to have shows and uh, to showcase what's coming uh, for the platform. Just want to open this up to you guys. Do you feel like Luna is going to showcase something this month, June? Um, again, you people in UK, you guys got your early access email. Do you think this might be the month where they're like, all right, we're going to expand to more, uh, countries, just going to open this up E3 this month. Do you think we're going to hear anything from Luna regarding E3? I mean, I would like to think so because I believe, and I'm just going to double check this, but I believe, um, I seen Amazon's logo for the summer games fest. Were they on there? Uh, yeah, Amazon, yeah, Amazon Games is there. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm expecting that probably just to be New World rather than mm. Luna. Yeah, see, I was thinking that as well, but just Ace, you just put that little, um, that you planted that seed as well, you know, because New World isn't far away. Um, will we see them launch New World onto Luna and then into more countries? That's That's the hope for me, but I don't know. I'm just guessing and hoping right there. So I am. Okay. Anyone uh, else? E3? Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be an E3 announcement uh, from Luna themselves, but uh, as Hellmonkey said in that blog post, we're, we're hoping to share more soon or whatever it is there. I'm I'm thinking maybe yeah, may drop something during their thing and maybe the, the sleeping giant out there and they've just announced one or part of one in uh, Clock Media who's part of what's the name of the big massive organisation they're, they're with it's just went completely out from my head uh, no it's not Tencent uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe drop a channel because they've got the amount of games to uh, to do that, who, who are they again? That's really it's going to annoy me here. I'm just double checking it here, <laughs> but they've got an absolute stack of games, and they've just announced a new. Uh, they're doing a show now, so I would be liking them to maybe drop in because they could drop in like all the same throws and things like that because they've got enough there and have it as a value sort of channel. I'm glad you said that because we're going to talk about channels next and, you know, what possible channel channels uh, we can see releasing Luna next that might make noise. So good, good conversation piece for our next discussion. But yeah, anyone else gaming TV? Do you, what, what are your thoughts about Luna and ET? Uh, you know, I think, um, I don't believe they'll drop any major news around the E3 time, but um, I think, maybe within a few weeks of E3, they, they might drop that they're expanding and, you know, they'll probably bring on a new partner or a new channel of some sort, even if, um, even if this new channel isn't necessarily a, a third party partner, it could just, it could be something internal that they create and um, curate new content towards that channel that that's a part of Luna plus maybe. Um, 
from what I've seen, they're they're progressively getting better at releasing triple A titles or or double A titles. So you know, I I think they they'll they'll announce something about a new triple A title soon, um, coming to Luna day and date with other platforms, um, which is something that I've been missing um, with Luna. Uh, it would have been nice if they could, you know, step up to to um, GFN's level and start dropping these titles on us, you know, day and date. That'll really drive me to stay within the Luna eco a lot more. Yeah. Because right now I'm I'm pretty much using Luna for my Ubisoft Plus. Uh, that's mm. that's kind of about it. Then I'll I'll stray and jump into something in one of in the Luna Plus channel. Check it out. Jump back out and, and I'm back right back into Ubisoft Plus. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you say bring a game same day release, uh, are you talking about like Game Pass approach with Outriders and, and like ML? Because it is a subscription based model yep. when you talk about Luna Plus. Yep. Um, or uh, are you okay? Are you thinking about like what Bill was saying when he was here last week about them, you know, charging for games, right? <laughs> Would that be what you're hoping for or again yeah just... yeah i i think i think we're gonna see a combination of both at some point i think um luna they'll keep their subscription model because you know that's the future that's the way everything's going and and they should um but i, I also believe you'll be able to purchase games down the line at some point um and i and i believe that'll happen after this entire beta process is over They'll okay. introduce it and bring it in because, you know, it, it just makes sense to give people what they want. If you right. can, you don't right. have to force anyone down a path, you know, just do what you want. Truth. Truth. Okay. Fair enough. GTP, anything to add to this before we uh, go ahead? I mean, I basically, same as everybody here, I've kind of been saying they, they've got, uh, I don't know about E3, but sometime in June they have to start their their expansion if New World's going to be part of the Luna Plus channel August 31st. If New World is going to going to be uh, on there, they've got to start the expanding and they've got to come out of beta by then. Otherwise, I'm not sure how great that's going to be. So, like gamers saying, they've got to they're going to have to start pushing it just a little bit faster because they've only got three months left. So, if they're going to make that kind of a deadline. Um, but yeah, Luna, Luna is a hybrid. So the, I, I swear it's just like they watch what GFN has been doing, what Stadia's <laughs> been doing, what everybody else has been doing. They're like, okay, we're going to take a little bit of all the goodies yeah. and put them together. I mean, you've got ported games, you've got PC games that launch like GeForce. Now you've got a subscription model where you play the games and then they'll add a purchase model as well. And it'll just be a place you can come and game however you want to. You can just yeah. subscribe and, and get games as they come and go. You could buy them. Um, I really think they're going for that Frankenstein approach where, the more the merrier and however you like to do it. If you want to buy or if you want to subscribe or whatever you want to do, I think that's what they're going for. Cool. All right. So let's speculate a little bit, right? Let's guess or have fun with this. What the next Luna channel can potentially be, or uh, to go even a step farther, what would you want to see uh, be the next Luna channel? So again, just going to open this up. This is just improv. Uh, Start with Duncan. I see drink. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be boring and go predictable and say, or maybe not so predictable, the one which leaked there a couple of weeks ago on the family channel. Oh, <laughs> but... God. You gotta give us more than that, man. <laughs> no, I, I think this the safe one is probably EA. I think everybody will be saying EA, but if you want to go for something out there, oh, it's a... 
I, I do think we may get something weird and wacky. And we're going to get a channel which we're not going to uh, go for. So I'm going, I, I'll, I'll, everybody's going to say EA, so I won't say EA. I'll go default for digital. Ooh. Okay. So I'll, I'll go for that because they, they could be strange and do stuff like that. Okay. Fair enough. Let's let's keep our eyes open for that one and see if Duncan is right with that being the next Luna channel. Right. How about you, uh, GTP? What would you want to see uh, come channel-wise? And also, what do you think we will see channel-wise? There's there's such a, a ton of potential with this kind of business model with the channels and, and subscribe and unsubscribe and pick things up as you want. So I, I really don't know. I, I know what I want to see, and it is the predictable one, is EA. And the reason for it is because just like Ubisoft Connect, I already paid for it. So <laughs> I had that for PC, then they yeah. added it to Luna, and then they added it to Stadia. So for my same subscription yeah. price that I paid for PC, I all of a sudden could play those games in two other spots in the cloud. And so I already have EA Play Pro. We pretty much all do. And uh, add that one. And for no more money, again, I'll have access to the games are thrown over there. So for me, even though it is, yes, the predictable one, EA is the one I want next. Um, yeah. After that, there's all kinds of goodies that can come. But that's the one I want because I already pay a subscription to that and I know it'll be included. Yeah. True. So there's different uh, EA variants, right? You have EA Play, you have EA Play Pro, and EA Play Pro is Windows-based, right? And we know that Luna is kind of in the Windows uh, ecosystem. So that would be easy. I I don't know if easy is the word, but it makes sense for that to be a channel, right? I mean, like Ubisoft Connect, um, just, yeah. So realistically how likely do you think it'll be that we see ea play pro come as a luna channel think? i think it would be realistic to, to think that could come this year if they're actually gonna be trying to come out of beta and they need to add some bigger channels ubisoft is great but we we're gonna need more and i think ea would really really help with that so right. i think this year I, th- I think you you are likely to see it but like duncan said we're also going to see some other smaller channels start popping up and yep. kind of fill on a family channel, some other smaller publishers, maybe a retro channel like uh, AntStream, but something, Ooh, you know, different. Cool. You know, there's a lot of possibilities there. But just EA is the next one that stands out like the likely one. And they're already in Game Pass. Ubisoft is supposed to go to Game Pass by the end of the year. So since sure. Luna already has them, I'm thinking the opposite will happen and they'll get EA on Luna. Game Pass will get Ubisoft and pretty much you'll have EA and Ubisoft everywhere you go. That's cool. So. That's cool. Awesome. Gaming TV, how about you? What are your... What's he taken? Uh, yeah, so you know, th- those are the the obvious choices, one hundred percent, and and I w- I'd agree with all of those, right? I mean, GTP, you're right, man. That, that's EA. I mean, hands down, it, it, it's most likely the next channel. But I'm gonna go far left here and Ooh. say Square. I think um, I think something with Square might be in the works um, with Amazon. And um, that that'd be a huge win and a big get if they're looking to really splash, go that route and and, and make it happen. So, yeah, that's my that's my pick. What would that look like? Again, we see these channel like Ubisoft Connect. We see channels like EA Play Pro. It makes sense. Again, it's already out there. 
how, because Square doesn't have anything similar to like an Ubisoft Connect. So what what would that look like? Would that just be mm-hmm. all the latest random games like in the channel, or how how do you see that playing out if Square is the next? Yeah, I would just see it as a as a collection of games. You know, it, it's easy. Yeah. It's super easy to port these games over to Luna. So you know, you can have all of the latest great games, including um, Avengers and you know all all, all of this stuff, Outriders. You, you can throw all of that in there and just have fun with it. I, I'll I'll chuck a out here. Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. that that'd be a huge get. It just port them over. You, you don't need uh, Square doesn't need an existing platform, right? That's, that's, because Luna yeah. is the platform. Just yeah. th- just send us the games. We'll make the channel and throw them in. That's it. Oh, interesting. And again, the simplicity. It sounds simple when we say it, but realistically speaking, it's a lot easier to do for a platform like Luna than something like Stadia, right? Because again. Yeah. Um, Stadia, you would have to create this from ground up where Luna is already a Windows-based and you can just mm-hmm. easily port it there. Right? Yeah, these games are already optimized for um, Windows and it's extremely easy. The thing with Stadia, I won't say the development is hard for these guys at this point. It's still kind of new using the utilities and the, the porting tools and and um, transitioning everything over properly. But then the bigger issue is optimizing the tools optimizing with the tools that's where the issues come in you know guys aren't really that familiar with optimizing um on top of linux and and um this the tools that stadia is using over there versus windows and they they know that all day every day so you know that's why these games come out for luna and and gfn so optimized versus their stadia um, counterparts okay fair enough and again thanks for Clarifying that, uh, clarifying that, explaining it. Um, but I just want to showcase here. This is EA Play Pro for PC, and this is what GTP was talking about. It being the next channel for potential next channel for Luna, right? Again, these games are all out here for PC with EA Play Pro. Just think about like your Ubisoft Connect. EA has something similar, right? Again, the latest and greatest on here, Knockout City, just came out, Mass Effect Legendary. So from what I take from this, is this same-day release, like Ubisoft Connect, when EA releases a game, is instantly here, right? Yeah, it's day one exclusives, yeah, just like Ubisoft Dude. Connect, just like Game Pass. And it's not just the day one exclusives. If you go down through all the games that you can play, they're way back yeah. to, like, the 90s. Like, there, there's tons of games you can play. Uh, with EA Play Pro, or even EA Play, you just EA Play doesn't have the newest day and date releases. They're like three to nine months down the road that they get added to the vault, which is what Game Pass has. Okay, good stuff, man. Again, I I'm hoping <laughs> that this does become the next channel. I mean, my goodness, think about the the number of of games that would add to Luna's catalog of games, right? So we're not just waiting for like individual release you know like we are with google stadia when is fifa coming when is madden coming this is just all of it at once uh potential like we've seen with ubisoft connect and then same day release whenever they do decide to announce a game stay tuned to ea's uh, e3 conference too right because those are games that are going to be new and potentially if this comes would be making their way to amazon luna as well okay cool 
Anyone else, Monkey? Do we get to you and you take on the channels you like to see come to Luna? Well, um, Gamer TV just gave us an idea. Like um, when he mentioned Square Enix, um, we see Luna sort of adopting the, the, these um, Japanese types of games, and Square Enix has a lot of them. Um, so I definitely think that's something they could do. But I'm going to go far left or far right um, and say Warner Brothers games. They have some great games um, on there, and I think would make a great channel. You know, from the Middle Earth games to Harry Potter games to the Lego games, there's a bit of something in there for everybody. Um, so yeah, just speculate. That's a, that's probably sort of selfish from me. I'd like to see that such sort of a see that channel on there, and I can't even play it. Like, but right now, so um, uh, yeah, I, possibly even a Sega channel. Oh, again yeah. with this, you know, the, the sort of Japanese connections that we that we sort of see from um, Amazon. Listen, they're in a position where the reach that they have and the amount of customers they have that they can drop this onto, um, you know, with Prime um, is definitely a beneficial factor for potential developers coming on board to make these channels and publishers. I think. Uh, Time will tell just how quickly and how many people is going to adopt the cloud because it's it's just such a small percentage right now. It's going to grow, depending on how fast it grows. It's going to depend what type of channels and when we see them. I think, but it's inevitable. Okay, so it's it's so cool just hearing you guys talk about channels that you want to see come to Luna. And again, this is what I think has me, but I'm sure most of you guys on this panel really excited about this platform, this endless possibility. Like GTP was saying, you know, this can be a hybrid of, they have so many things, they have channels that can be a thing. Again, they can go the stadia route to offer, right, purchasing games. I don't know how that's all going to play out. But you, you have that going for you as well. And then there's just so many cool channels that can be part of Luna's ecosystem with Square Enix, with EA. We can even talk about like Capcom. Uh, Our Monkey was saying WB. I mean, endless possibility. And then just so, so, so many cool things. Anyway, I think I'm really excited about luna and i think a lot of people here are excited about luna and i mm -hmm. i always say this and people might hate me for saying it but i think luna might actually end up being what you know google city originally planned to be um yeah. but let's see how this plays out this is going to be an interesting year for the platform i do have to say though one thing with luna um that i think they need to if they can get 4k going for this platform I mean, it it runs okay and looks good in 1080, but I would really love to see 4K. If they can get 4K, get more channels, man, I, I think Luna is going to be a problem. Yeah, you know, big problem. This year, for sure. I mean, think about um one last point to add, add about those guys. Think about it. 140 million Prime subs, know, right? Um, if you only If you take 10% of that, that's yeah. like 14 million yeah. people. Yep. Like, and that's a small number, 10%. That's like, that's, that's failing yep. you know, out of 140 million. Yep. But think about that. That's, you know, worst case scenario, we, we get 10% of these subscribers to play Luna. Come on, man. That's 
14 million instant users like there's no way no way to um you know deny the power of amazon for sure for sure yeah really exciting stuff man you guys stay tuned again we Uh, can i feel we angle throw a little curveball in here about amazon and then as well with them buying mgm this year or amazon just think what games they could bring because they've got the ip for that now there is some. I bit. saw that. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm interested to see if they're going to go down and start making games from yeah. the new IP they've got. You're talking Hang about on. like GoldenEye 007 yeah. games, right? <laughs> Let's go. How cool is that? Don't tease Man. me. Don't tease me. <laughs> just just and... bring back the original GoldenEye and I'll be happy. Just, just give me that back. Remastered, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be cool, man. Good to, again, just keep your eyes on Luna, man. Pay close attention. Good, good things are going to happen with this platform, man. It's, it's so funny because, like, no one is excited about it right now. When we, when the G2P, I'm sure you're aware of this, but when you cover it news-wise or gameplay-wise, there's hardly any views. But I think that's going to change once to start marketing this. Once again, it comes out of beta. Once more channels becomes available for this, so... Pay close attention to Luna, y'all. But let's move on to GeForce Now, right? 22 games was released for this platform. And the biggest one, of course, is Biomutant, which I think most of us on here have played this game. So let's start with that. Then we'll talk about the other uh, games that was released. But what's your take on Biomutant? Have you... I, I'm not even going to ask, have you played it? I know you guys have played it, but <laughs> you haven't yet, Duncan. Great. We'll start with you on this one. So what's your, <laughs> what's your take on it? Do you plan on playing it? And if no, why? Uh, I have not played it. Uh, I actually gave our review copy, uh, which we received off GFN to Barry, and Barry is absolutely loving it. He he is saying this is his game of the year so far. Wow. And that is actually including games like Resident Evil. He he speaks Resident Evil as well. so he is really, really enjoying it. Uh, it is on my list to play, uh, but I haven't as yet played it. Uh, really, really interesting. I'm not sure if anybody else seen the tweet by Barmudent here, their Twitter account. They are going in to make some changes due to the feedback they've been getting. So that is they're they're going to making they're making some tweaks to some of the gameplay and stuff like that as well. So that is good to see. Uh, it seems to be real, real Marmite a game. Uh, you're, you love it or you hate it and i'm not going to start any conspiracy theories here but it seems like the bigger mag or big, bigger websites and youtubers seem to hate it and the smaller ones or relatively smaller ones seem to be loving it i don't know what is going on there but it's just really really mixed again yeah you know, there's been rumors and speculation. Again, I can't speak for these people, but I'm glad you brought that up. But there are rumors that re- reviewers were paid to bash this game. Not saying that's accurate, but um, I just find it interesting, the mixed reaction, right? You it have- does happen, though. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Um, but it's, it's interesting when you actually read the review or watch the people who really, you know, played this game inside out um 
it seems mostly positive. And then, you know, again, if you're reviewing, trying to get a review up to get to the next game, this might be like, and anyway, I'm not going to speculate here, but let's check in with GTP. What's it take on buying me? We're a world that has become so spoiled by how good movies and gaming and everything is anymore compared to what we had way, way back in the eighties yeah. and nineties and stuff that like, it's so easy to scrutinize it. I stopped looking at reviews for games and movies so long ago as far as like steering me any direction. If you look at, like you said, gamers, real gamers playing this game, they love it. Yeah. The game has a ton of charm. Uh, it's my game of the year as well. Uh, as far as just so far what I've played this year, what I have like stolen time away from life to play. Yeah. I just keep wanting to go back. Like I said, that and Knockout City. But Biomutant, has, it has that fun when you play a game that you're supposed to have and yeah. it's not overwhelming but it's not too watered down it's things are a little cheesy here and there but then they pull it back and it's not too much it's just a lot of fun and really satisfying to play and also on top of that just as a nerd for all the testing and stuff this game captured me quickly when I saw how well it ran yeah. everywhere. <laughs> they really dialed back the CPU usage on this thing to where, like, you can run it on some really old hardware compared to a lot of newer games that come out that look that good. Yeah. I was even running the game on an old 1050 Ti build from 2016, just kind of messing around. And while you're not going to run that maxed out, I still ran it at 1440p like medium-ish settings at like 40 frames or higher. And it still looked great. I was like, this is amazing. And it wasn't even hitting my old CPU. So I just fell in love with just the way the game's made, the the optimization of the game, how well it runs everywhere, and then just the charm and fun of it. I just, I think it's a great game. I would have liked to seen it come to more places. I yeah. think it would have been good for a lot more platforms, uh, even better than Resident Evil. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely one of my favorites so far this year. Cool. Again, two people have said game of the year-ish type uh, caliber game. So, interesting. How about you, Game of TV? What's your take on buying me in? Well, uh, make that three people. Three. <laughs> <laughs> this this is hands down my game of the year. Wow. Um, and I, I've played everything. And, you know, there, as uh, Jerry said, man, there's a charm in this game. And it, it doesn't overwhelm you. It's something you can pick up whenever and just have a good gaming experience. Um, you can choose to take on the game how you'd like, which is a lot of fun. Um, they've added so many, so many ways to move around the world and the environments, and uh, it keeps you interested. It isn't just jumping into a car and driving all over the place. This is you can you can fly there, you can float there, you can ride there, you can run there. There are so many different things going on here. And if you don't have, if you don't have something, you can go get it. You're like, oh man, there's a helipad that I do not have, and I think that'll be pretty cool to you know just explore with. Let me go grab it. You do the mission the mission tree, and you get the helipad, and now you're like, oh wow, this is an entirely different experience at this point. So that's the beauty of this game. I mean, graphically, it's gorgeous. So I read a review and one guy, he's like, oh, no, the graphics are horrible. It's just, I'm like, did you did you play this game? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, the graphics are gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the way the 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 um the rays, the sun rays are the the reflections, the I mean, everything works top notch in this game. I don't care if it, it was developed by a team of 20 people or 200 people. You, you cannot tell the difference. Yeah. So 
kudos to those developers, all 20 of them. They did a bang up job with this. And um, yeah, I, I can't see myself playing anything right now for the month of June outside of um, maybe Yakuza, but you know, anything else? No, this has me. Wow. Wow. Interesting here. Um, so you said only 20 devs worked in this? Holy crap. Uh, yeah, man. 20, 20 devs. Yep. 20. Wow. Wow. It's a lot of kudos to them, man. They definitely, I mean, this game, again, to me personally, it feels like a double A, triple A caliber type of game. And to have only 20 people, it's actually really impressive. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. All right. Uh, Hell Monkey, what's your take on this game? Man? Um, Not my personal game of the year. Um, I think it's just missing a couple of things. Um, a little bit more content which which will probably come um i think the way i described it was it's a great entry level sort of open world rpg so if you've never dipped your toe into this genre before uh, it, it brings you in there very nicely it's not i don't find the combat very difficult i really enjoy the combat i see people absolutely slating the combat like it's boring it's the same thing over and over and I'm like, have you went into the menus and looked at all the different combos you can <laughs> do with all the different weapons, with yeah. all the different mutations? Like, I'm like you guys. I don't understand. The people that have been paid to review this have absolutely slated it. And um, us gamers that just enjoy games are absolutely loving it. I really like the game. I think it's good. The dialogue, that wore thin with me pretty quickly, though. Um that's they're addressing that though, like Duncan said, they're going to address that. They're going to change up some settings. Um, so yeah, listen, 20, 20 dudes in Scandinavia produced this absolutely fantastic and beautiful game for us, and um, they're going to make it better than it already is. They've already said they're going to start working on that. Um, so yeah, I think adding a wee bit more content. And I think we could have a really, really brilliant game for this year. Like, um, it's only not a AAA game because of budget. But what these guys have done, I think they've took the best of the last-gen software. You know, not obviously PS5 and Xbox Series X out the, out the question. They've took the best of last-gen and made an absolutely fantastic game. And... Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the, the new hardware for this generation um, because if they can do that and the optimization they've done on that game, running on a potato basically, um, I can't wait to see what they can do. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they produce next. True, true. Yeah, good to hear you take on that. Um, so I would have to say the story is probably the one thing that I think they need to do better at. Uh, combat is, is interesting that, you know, some people like this game doesn't have a good combat system. Uh, just like you, Hillmonkey, I'm like, how far did you get in the game, right? Because, again, once you start, like, mixing your your shooting with your, you know, abilities, it, it's, it's a madhouse, man, of, of fun. Um, so, yeah, 
I love the gameplay element. I love the graphics. The graphics, like, from the get-go gets you, right? When you just encounter that big old boss, like, right in the beginning, it's like, holy crap, like, this is... um this is well optimized and it looks really really good and monkey i believe you were playing on your 1080 1060 rig right and you were like man this is well optimized for my old laptop yeah so like like what jerry was saying he was 1440 on a was that 1050 jerry well i've got a 1650 uh i gtx and um the CPU in this laptop's absolutely dreadful. That's one of the reasons I can't run games like uh, Middle Earth and, and whatnot. But Biomutant never missed a beat. Like, and it's very demanding on your graphics, uh, on your GPU. I think my GPU at times is maxed out at 95, 95%. But that's because of the optimization I've done. I've made a game look beautiful that plays really well. And you can't ask for any more than that. So you can't, um, and that gives that mean that means that more people can get it in their hands, no matter the, the sort of in a time when hardware is um, short on people. The fact that you can play this already um, on possibly what you have sitting around just now, uh, plus with the cloud as well, it, it's a it's a win win. It's a win win for everyone. I think the only thing that I would say about that though is the initial price. It's about £55, which is probably close to $70, I would say. That seems a bit steep for a you know, a game coming out of a small a small development studio, but um with the mixed reviews, some people's gonna think twice about purchasing it, but probably best not to. You're probably best just to listen to the gamers, check the game out for yourself and um yeah, I think it's money well spent, to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, to, to say one, one more thing to, you know, sum up what everyone has said. Graphically, if we think about what they've done with this game, I would not be surprised um, if this compared very well to a PS5 game right now. Next-gen PS5 game, that is. Um, and, you know, obviously that's me running it at 4K locally. And I'd be hard-pressed if you gave me a screenshot to tell the difference um, between the two. And that that only speaks volumes to yeah. the developers. These guys knocked it out of the park visually. I mean, there are a few areas where you're like, okay, that's um, previous gen. But when you look at the character models, you know, some of the environments, and you're like, wow, and this is at 60 frames per second, 4K, yeah. and I'm getting all of this. It's crazy. It is crazy. And again, uh, I was watching that Horizon Zero Dawn's uh, showcase, and to me, I was just after playing by me for so long. I was like, I'm not, I'm not that blown away by this being a next gen <laughs> game. And I think again, it has a lot to say with how great that game looks for a current gen game. Um, okay, cool. So let's talk about the other 21 games that was released for this platform, right? So King of Seas was one. Again, day and day release in Steam. Manny there, uh, day and day release on Steam. Imagine Earth, same day and day release on Steam. Warhammer, Age of Sigma, uh, Storm Ground, um, Bad North, Black Desert Online, Turkey, um, Breath, Breath Edge, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Bullet Girls, A Cyberhook, Dead Smiles, Enlisted, 
kill it with fire. Uh oh. Last epoch, epoch. I don't know if I'm saying that right. The Legend of Heroes: Trust of Coastal Three, Monopoly Plus, Ubisoft Connect, Necromunda, Steam, Red Out, Survivors of Sephir Wings. Shadowrun, Dragonfall, Trains Railroad Simulator 2019, Valent Hearts, and, and that's it. That's it. A lot of freaking games, guys. 22 games in one week released on this platform. Again, Biomutant is the highlight, but what's your take on these games? Are you guys satisfied with these games? Do you feel like it's, again, quality over quantity or the other way around? So to get started, what's your take on this week's release on uh, GeForce Now GTP? Yeah, I think they did a great job to wrap up the month. I mean, there were a few games that didn't make it, uh, which is the first time that's happened all year. But we've also got other extra games. And I, I said in my news video, it was just really Biomutant was just overshadowing to everything for me. So like, there's yeah. a ton of great games on this list. I mean, I know Duncan and Bullet Girls is like absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what I could tell, but Bad North also has a lot of people that like that game. And again, day and date releases, Steam, Ubisoft Connect, Epic Game Store, Native Launcher for um, Enlisted. A lot of people playing that game. So yeah, absolutely uh, absolutely a great week. I mean, they've just been killing it, honestly, for May. Uh, they had a slow couple of months. Uh, gaming is often slow, February, March, April anyways, um, but they did miss a couple of releases we would like to see them have, but no, May has been great and if June, July, August can kind of follow suit, GeForce Now is looking really really good going into the season. Cool, yeah man. Good stuff, for sure. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on the GFN news with 22 games this week? Yeah, uh, the, obviously the highlight is the Build a Girls game. Everybody is absolutely loving that one. <laughs> No, uh, again, absolutely the consistency is key with them. And this month, I, the last, was it April, uh, March and April, I think you were giving them a lot of stick to be absolutely furious. Uh, you didn't like the games which were, were coming, which is absolutely uh, fine. But they, they were still knocking out the games. And this month, uh, I think it's went more console-like. You're getting more games which would be on consoles. And as long as, as well as the PC titles on this list, <laughs> The game, if you haven't played it, uh, is Valiant Hearts, The Great War. If you have not played that one, go play that. And we checked it out there. It's like $2 or something ridiculous on the Ubisoft Connect. It's one of their UB art games, and it is fantastic. Off the other ones, uh, what other ones did I like? I liked actually a couple of them. Uh, I know how Monkey's going to talk about Imagine Earth uh, because he's been playing uh, that for years now, and it's because <laughs> it's been out for absolutely ages. But I think it's again, it has been solid, and there, there's games there for everybody. How about you, uh, Hell Monkey? What's your take on these games? Twenty-two games releasing this week. Yeah, so just to be clear, Duncan, it was an early access for eight years. Um, but listen, there's only there was two guys developed this on their own. Just two guys. That's it. That's why it took so long. Um, but you can see it's two guys that's developed it because it's so beautiful and it's so well done. And um, 
yeah, I can't I can't recommend it. Imagine earth enough. We talk about quality and uh, quantity, and we've got both this week in spades. So you've got you know Biomut, obviously the big one. Um, King of Seas, although it's not my sort of game, it looks like it could be a lot of people's cup of tea. Mania, if anyone hasn't tried that, had a go at it on um, xCloud. That's a really interesting one. That's something completely different from the normal. And one you can dip in and of and just have a barrage of fun. Run, well, I was going to say running around. You swim around as a wee shark. Um, you can get all these mad supersonic powers and, and things. It's just it's a crazy game. But there's something in there. I'll probably say this every week, but... There's something in there for everyone, and there's a good bit of quality in there as well, I think. Um, and just to reply to Ethan's comment in the chat, um, NVIDIA does care about GFN. <laughs> I don't know I don't know why you think that they don't, but <laughs> um, that you kind of um, threw me off with that a little bit. Uh, 22 games. I mean, we miss, we're missing eight. <laughs> And as, disappo- as disappointing right. as that is, um, they've, they've still brought 22 more games. Plus, they have the updates for the, um, you know, for uh, installing a DLCs and whatnot on the back ends while the game's still running as well. So that they have, there's less downtime in the games. They're constantly making all these improvements. Um, so... I can't complain. I can't complain at all. It's, it's a really, I think it's a really strong end to the month. True. Give me TV. Let's, let's get you to, I do want to get to the comments here. I've seen some funny, funny stuff on here, but we'll get to there in a bit. Uh, but Gimmer, what, what's your take here on these games? Man, you know, it's super simple. Honestly, I haven't had a chance to try any of them because of Biomutant, but <laughs> But I will, and I'm looking forward to trying Imagine Earth and um, Valiant Hearts, as, as Duncan and um, Hell Monkey just mentioned. I think those games really are great, and I've heard a lot of awesome things about them from people in the in different communities and and personally, you know, people that I know. Um, so I, I think GFN is pretty much proving its use case. Um, Twenty plus games in in one, I mean month or week one week god i mean gosh that that doesn't even sound right it does it doesn't sound right I, I can't process that in my own mind to to have a platform release 22 games in a week it it is not okay so and and i say it isn't okay because good lord how, how do you compete with something like that you really can't you really can't um, so kudos to GFN. Um, my my biggest thing with them is uh, I'd like to know what what are their future plans because um, we got it. We got to find the path to profitability here, and that's my only fear and concern. I know they have a ton of cash, but but they don't have Google Cash, right? True. Google can sit back and let Stadia take losses and fail and eat at other um, caps all day every day and and still hang in there so um gfn they 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 need to figure something out pretty quickly regarding how they're going to monetize this entire ecosystem that they that they're building um and and it's beautiful i mean we can say they they'll subsidize it with their hardware uh sales but no no one really wants to do that you don't want to you know have one have a 
cost center eating at a profit center. The, you just don't want that in, in business. So, um, you know, uh, hopefully they can figure it out because it's a, it's a heck of a platform, you know, and God, man, I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded with 22 games. So I'll stop there. <laughs> Thanks for the input. Yeah, just it's it's insane the amount of games that are releasing for this. Pl- I mean, this is so weak, y'all. Some platforms don't even pull out 22 games in a month, right? This is, again, the numbers are insane and good stuff overall um let's let's check in with the chat i really want to get into this because i think some people have some good stuff to say we'll get to stating in a bit but let's uh, open this up to members of the panel nvidia does not care about gfn as much what what would y'all have to say about that just open up to it they do yeah i mean and for reasons that some of us can't even say here because we are lucky enough to have some conversations you know with some of the the guys over at gfn or or get on some a couple of of calls or whatever so while we don't know what the plan is for the future necessarily and like gamers saying we don't know a lot about what the monetization uh, things will be in the future to become profitable or any of that we do see through the way they handle content creators small and large and the way they work on getting these games that they do care um where it's going to go how long does it last nobody knows but they definitely do care about the service and they are showing that to us behind the scenes all the time and that's that's the most i can really say about about that but they do they do extend a hand out to us and show that they are trying to build the service okay uh and gonna open that up to anyone else who want to I say that, but I said that because GFN doesn't want to push it the way Xbox wants to push X Cloud. You can't compare apples with oranges; they're not the same thing. That's oh. <laughs> X Cloud as a complementary service right now in beta to anyone in the the Microsoft Xbox ecosystem. GFN is a complementary service to PC gamers, but it also caters to anyone that maybe hasn't gamed on a PC because they're making it easier and more simple to sync up with libraries. I see these complaints all the time about, oh, it takes too long to get into GeForce now. Why do I need to wait? Well, because you're playing in a free tier. If you pay for the damn service, you're going to get a better service. Like, I don't... <sighs> I'm just so annoyed with comments like this it, it really it really annoys me i think too because gfn's had that free tier for so long i think people just constantly expect everything for free i honestly think the best thing that gfn can do is get rid of that free tier altogether give it gives give customers a week's trial give them the full shebang for a whole week prove to them that it works and then you see the value in that 99 a month or the 100 per year it's an absolute steal for the amount of games that you can play on that service it's ridiculous the amount of games you have okay that's all i gotta say though all right, else <laughs> i mean i'll say they absolutely care 22 games in, in one week is caring you know um four games a month one game a week not a week sorry but one game a month two games a month i think that's you should you know really talk about if someone cares if you're dropping one to two games a month on your platform um gfn come on man 22 in a week that that's care um they wouldn't waste their time on this 
And um, I see, you know, something about graphic card cells. No, it, GFN doesn't cut into GeForce's graphics, NVIDIA's GeForce's, you know, their graphics card cells. It, it doesn't cut into that at, at all. I mean, if you're a, a snob gamer and you have a ri ridiculous uh, rig, then you're going to complement that with GFN when you're on the go. You, you, you'll set your hard barriers. You'll say, when I'm home, I'll play on my beast of a PC with my NVIDIA graphics card. If I'd like to play upstairs sitting in my bedroom in the bed before I close my eyes, I'll open the iPad with GFN. It's all in the same ecosystem. You aren't going to replace one um, for the other. It, it just isn't going to happen. Um, and, and, and for the people that can't afford GFN, uh, their latest graphics cards, then G I'm sorry, not GFN, but NVIDIA's latest graphics cards, then GFN is an option for them. So that's, you know, that, that's how I see that. Sure. I, I'm going to ask the panel, how many people, how many users are on GFN? Well, we're over 10 million. 10 million. Now, uh, how do we know that? NVIDIA have came out and shouted it from the rooftops that they have got over 10 million people there. They care about the service. They're bringing out all the stats. They are trying to bolster this service going forward. They would be shouting these numbers from the rooftops if they did not care. And they... <laughs> They really are trying to get all the big name people on board again to get all that going. This is why they're shouting from the rooftops how many hours streamed and all this. They are pushing these numbers out here because they care and they really want this platform to actually push out. And I think over the last number of months, we, we were all thinking this it's primarily a complementary platform for PC gamers. Uh, over the, the moves they're starting to make over the last number of months, uh, for me, they're trying to push beyond that. They're trying to get I'll just call them normal gamers onto it who haven't been PC gamers before. I think they are making some big moves out there and they are promoting and promoting and, and we've seen this over the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, logos are going on to things. They're promoting that uh, that's went out from my head again. That game's coming from Devolver Digital, the Phantom Abyss. That is yeah. coming day and date yeah. to GFM, which is going to be a big PC game. They 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 are pushing things going forward. So to talk about this, right? Uh, one of the ways GeForce Now does care, and one of the ways you know that they care is the fact that they're reaching out to everyone. <laughs> I can think about big or small, right? They want their service out there they want their product out there they're reaching out to youtubers they're reaching out to whoever to shout to help them shout out what is going on with the platform right a company who doesn't care about their platform is not going to do that i would even go as far as to say google are, they're not doing that. They're not <laughs> reaching out to YouTubers. They're not reach. I mean, how many times have we said Google's biggest issue is marketing and PR? GeForce now, I feel like it's killing it. So again, you can see them invest in there and a company that does not care and does not want their platform to succeed would not heavily invest in pushing and marketing their product. But yeah, it's just uh, my take on the situation. 
But we have so much more to cover. Anyone else want to add to that before we move on to Google Stadia? I did want to say one last thing, one reason why they have eyes and why they care so much. Because a year ago, we wouldn't say they were reaching out to us the same way they are now. They went from 1 million users coming out of beta February 2020 to over 10 million now. When you see that kind of growth in a year, you're going to start looking at that service and, and paying attention to it, even if you weren't before. Right. True. Thanks, listeners. Hopefully that clarified that question. Um, but let's move on to Google Stadia, right? We got some Google Stadia Pro games announced this month. Uh, trying to pull <laughs> pull that up now. But yeah, we got Legend of Heroes, Trials of Coastal 3. We got MotoGP 20. We have Blue Fire and we have Chronos Before the Ashes. These are the four Google Stadia Pro game. Again, ARC did make it this month, but we know that it's coming sometime this summer. What do you take on these four pro games? Are you guys excited about it? Um, and yeah, let's just check in with... <laughs> I don't have holds here. Normally, I'll start with holds <laughs> because uh brings some positivity here. But let's, let's start with GTP on this one. Oh, my gosh. So, it is... It's good because it's it's pro games, right? And okay. everybody knows I'm addicted to clicking the claim, but I love the fact that I can click claim all, like, boom, I'm done. Like, it used to be I had to individually go click on my click claim all. I've got all my games. I'm good to go. Wait, you um, can click claim all? Yeah, there's a claim all on there. Yeah. Oh, look, look. You're like, Wait, I've been clicking them individually. No. Claim all and you're done. You, you don't have to think about it. They're in your library even if you never play them. Oh. Uh, the Trails of Cold Steel 3, <laughs> the only thing that got me about that is Cold Steel 4, just went into Luna that I already have. So it's like, uh, but it, it, it's great to go in there because you can buy uh, Cold Steel 4 on Stadia, right? Yeah. So, okay. So you get to play 3 for free, and then that might spur a sale of 4, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. gets me into MotoGP 20. I really wish we weren't missing the year-in-year release with uh, MotoGP 21, which I've been playing on PC since April, because that, again, would have helped with sales, and this would have been a perfect opportunity to give away 20 and have 21 there for sale. And from what we hear, 21's not going to come at all, and neither is F1 21. And that's disappointing um, when you see those year. And so the, I, that one is, like, great. I'm glad it's coming, but I've personally already moved on to 21, and 21's not sitting on Stadia to go purchase and play the brand-new game everybody else is playing after I try 20. But... Kronos is one I'll actually give a shot. So I, I never brought, bought that game. I saw some gameplay of it. It's something I wouldn't mind playing on Stadia. Um, so I'll jump in and give that a shot. I'll claim all of these, but it wasn't anything super exciting for me on the pro games. Okay. Kind of highlighted a disaster of not getting 21 for me. But. <laughs> so, it's Sorry. All right. It's Fair true. You're, you're good. You, again, we love the honesty here. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Because I play year. Like once the new year comes out for me, that's it. Like 21 comes out for a game, you know, I'm not, you know, FIFA, Matt, it doesn't matter what it is. Once the new one comes out, that's it for me. So it's like, if I'm going to be on a platform, I need those games every year. Otherwise I don't want to invest there. That's just my, that's just how it works for me there. The only way you'll see me going back to playing the previous year game, if it was like NBA 2K where 21 was broken, 20 was the only one that worked. (laughs) But yeah, I hear you. I never go back to playing old, old. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Duncan, let's get to you, sir. What's, what's your take on this four pro games? These be nice, pro- Duncan. Be nice. Please. I am going to be nice. Okay, cool. I am going to be nice. Okay. I'm always nice. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, 
these four games look good on paper. Okay. That they look like they're they're going to cost a bit to actually go and buy if you're going to buy them. But this is the the trap we get fall into, or other people fall into, the trap between cost and value, or no cost and value. Yes, uh, that's the words I'm looking for here. Am I going to play any of these games? I don't think I will. They are the only one which is sort of. Uh, Intriguing me is Blue Fire. Uh, it looks interesting. It's I I know a lot of people are saying this is a very very strong month, for, but for me it isn't. It's uh, it, it looks strong. Um, when we come on to the games, which we're going to be talking about, which are coming to Stadia, it's basically the same thing for me. That it looks like it's really really strong. Well, it's just for me, it's just meh. It, we're going back to Luna here. Stadia is not a subscription first model. It is a buy first model. And if these were just getting added to your subscription, I know technically they sort of are with your pro, but you don't count pros that. It's, it's a, I'm just trying to get the right combination of words going here. But I'm not really excited about these games coming because you're paying for them as part of your pro instead of you're subscribing. And I know it's just uh, semantics of a sort, but it just feels to me slightly different, <laughs> if that makes any sort of sense at all. Uh, but uh, again, I know people are really, really excited about the games and they are free. Uh, but I uh, for me, it's a meh sort of month. Okay, fair enough. How about you, uh, Gaming TV? What's he taking these games? Well, uh, man, I, I kind of agree with um, Duncan and Jerry. It's I'm, I'm baffled by the MotoGP uh, drop. Uh, it's it, it's interesting to me. It just kind of highlights the fact that 21 isn't on the platform uh, because you, you go look for it. If you like MotoGP, you're going to go look for 21. Like, I want to play the latest and, and greatest. Um, that's sort of like if they drop Madden 20 or, or NBA 2K20 on Pro, you're like, okay, this is cool. Where's 21? Let me, let me go there. And you won't touch 20 again. So that's kind of that's how I see that. Um, the only game that interests me is Blue Fire. I, I think that has potential to be a quick jump in, jump out. You know, let me see what this is about. Um, but it, it isn't a purchase for me at all. And... Um, you know, if it if it if it wasn't a pro game, pro pro game, I probably wouldn't touch it, honestly. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's pretty weak in, in my opinion. And this month, I uh, just I don't know. I, I think Rainbow Six Siege is dropping on on Stadia this month, if if I'm correct. I think I, I'm more so looking forward to something like that versus um, the pro games. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Monkey? What's he taking these four pro games? Yeah, it's not as strong as the previous ones. So, you know, we've got um, Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, before that was um, Resident Evil Evil 7. But that was leading up, you know, to Resident Evil Village release. Do you know what I'm thinking, by the way? Just in terms of the missing MotoGP 21, it'd be completely, you know, it'd be a steady thing to drop 21 in the middle of the month, just out of the blue with no warning, because for some strange reason they seem to think that's 
a good thing to do. Um, other than that, I don't see why MotoGP 20 is on pro. Um, Kronos and Blue Fire are two games I would say you, you could have probably highlighted for pro. Um, two games I'm probably going to play and I'm probably going to enjoy. Um, but just, uh, I'd like to allude to Duncan's sort of, you know, image of what the pro subscription is. I think a lot of people, you know, they expect it to be like Game Pass. So I'm paying X amount each month. I'm going to get all the games that's been on pro, but that's not the way it works. You have to claim it. And I think that's what confuses a lot of people. Like if you don't claim it, you don't have access to it. If Stadia had the model that I am paying £10 a month and every game that's ever been pro stays there, I don't need to claim it, they're just there for me in this big, huge library, then it's a good, I think it's a good month. But because of the way it works and because of what we've had before, it's it's pretty poor. It's, it's, it's underwhelming. Um, but we're coming in a month where... We're hoping to see some new game releases. And, um, yeah, maybe they've got something in the works. I hope they've got something in the works because it's been a pretty poor month, in my opinion, stadia-wise. For a new platform, they've not brought a lot of games um, this month. We can't get them all all the time, but they're not really filling the library up as much as I would like. Yeah. So, I, I all right, uh, I agree. Right, these four games are probably not the best games, right? But can we be real and say, let's give them a little slack, right? I mean, last month we got Fallen Jedi. The previous month we got Resident Evil 7, right? I mean, yes, these are not the greatest. Uh, here's what I was thinking too, right? The whole ARC fiasco. I think ARC was supposed to release this month. Just a speculated guess. You know, because you look at what they said on Twitter, right? Ark, I think, was supposed to be a game that was released this month or probably even sooner than that. And I think these are fillers, um, pro- potentially, right, to to do with that game missing. Um, but I think, again, if we see another month of week week games, then, you know, we can... I don't know. I, I, I feel like they should get a little break this month, right? They gave us Star Wars last month. They gave us Resident Evil the previous months. And I agree with MotoGP with the Hell's 21. But these games are not the greatest, but they're good enough games to be titled Pro. Um, that's, that's just my take. Not the greatest games, right? But good enough. And again, if we look back at the last two previous months, feel like they should get cut some slack <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, th- I think you've, you've summed it up there i think it, we're all okay. uh, what, what my point was if, <laughs> i know people are really really excited about these games and that the i forget the the jrpg game i know a load of people are excited about that one dropping on the pro but if the games aren't for you the games aren't for you it's just it's 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 just like you with the gfm week month week months as well where we were all positive about gfm and you were saying no it's rubbish it's rubbish (laughs) (laughs) games are just so subjective it is that's that's true uh, true. i I don't think it is a bad month but i don't think it is as great as people are maybe uh, making out in different places I think I think I think it's a meh month. It's 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 okay. It's nothing 
it's not knocking the doors down or anything like that, but it's not absolutely scandalously bad. The games just aren't for me this month. Okay, sure. Yeah. And again, yeah, go ahead, gamer. I mean, I think, like you said, and okay, we'll give them a pass because they, they knocked it out of the park last month and whatnot and the month before that. But, you know, their competitors, cloud space competitors, these guys are bringing things monthly that we're like, oh, wow, okay. This is this is pretty cool, you know. Um, in June, I just don't see what's coming that that that'll make me feel any any type of way about Stadia moving forward. I mean, now I'm not on the bandwagon to say oh doom and gloom or something's you know they aren't going to make it or this or that, but I am saying, man, we need more information. We need to know that you guys will stick around for the future here. I'm pretty certain GFN will be there. I'm pretty positive Luna will be there. But Stadia, you guys have to give us something. You give us something more than what we've already heard or what we know that's coming. Bro, you're not excited for a Sega Summer Olympics. Bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, dude, I already pre-ordered my Sonic skin. There Are you, you crazy? Yeah, I was going to say the elephant in the room of Stadia, and it was a wee Twitter thread which kicked off yesterday. Yes, I was on Twitter being naughty, apparently. Uh, How many games were brought to Stadia since Resident Evil at the beginning of the month? You mean releases after Resident Evil? Four. Yes. Four games total? Yeah. Yep, uh, you've you've got uh, street power football, a hundred days, and if you're being a bit generous here, you would say Power Rangers Battle for the Grid Super Duper Funky Edition, and uh, that was that that uh, that is it since Resident Evil dropped. Stadia is a paid for platform as you are buying games that number of games in <laughs> what day it's in may is is really really slacking and i, I think you can't beat the right i know I, people were asking me how many games oh that that's all right no one else brought any many games and i just said i just looked up quickly xbox brought 70 games in May, and that's not even including the wee tiny indie games, which you have to go looking for. This is this is what Stadia is up against because they're a pay platform. If it was a subscription based service and they drop four or five games a month, things would be okay. Just like we were saying, Luna's not had a bad month there because they've been consistently dropping the games. It's because it's part of the sub. But Stadia is a paid platform, and they've only dropped them games in May. And that is a bit of a a worry. I know we're with what has overshadowed this is their game announcements for later in the year, which is absolutely great. But it's, it just need to be a, it needs to be a couple more games coming. Okay, I hear you hundred percent with that. Um, he, so here's my biggest thing with Stadia right now, um, because I was really concerned. I was like, after Resident Evil, what's next for this platform? And you can see with some recent announcements, right? We see that June is going to be okay. Not the best, but okay, right? Rainbow Six is coming. For Honor is coming. We have the Sonic Olympics possibly coming. And some we 
know that they're probably going to still drop some games. Here's my thing with Stadia event. Like, if you know these games are coming, why are they waiting for, like, the devs? I, I just don't get that whole breakdown. Why do we have to find out that Rainbow Six is coming from Ubisoft, right? And and their, their, um, at their what, what was it? Investors. Call. Investors <laughs> call. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they announcing these games? People are cons- like, what's coming for July? To this day, I don't know what Stadia has for July, right? And so if they know these games are in the works, for instance, we saw the uh, the trailer for um, Far Cry 6. We knew that was coming. But like, I don't know, just let people know what's on the horizon instead of people having to speculate. Like, I'm okay with you now because I know... You know these games are coming again we didn't hear it directly from them but again we know they're coming but what's for july and i think that's a question a lot of people have that we still don't have answers to but we stated themselves i'm sure they know what's coming but i feel like by letting people know early again people can know to pre-order the game for google state instead of going elsewhere to buy it too that's another issue but i would say right now that's my biggest gripe with stadium man what what is coming for you guys? Let us know, man. Let us know. They'll go get. They'll go get more. They'll go get. And uh, I yeah. think I, 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 I am, I am concerned for the next couple of weeks. I think we're going to get what we've, uh, which we're going to come on to, obviously with the Olympics news. Uh, that Sega event, I think, is going to sum up how Stadia is going to be seen throughout the if the season. They're going to have a logo here, a logo there, but they're not going to have logos on all the games because how many people were actually disappointed with Sonic not coming to Stadia? I'm, okay, rephrase. It, it still might come, though. It still might come. But there's already people going, I, I, Sonic's not coming to Stadia. I'm going to have to maybe get this on another platform. And I have to start looking like we've had with F1. This is this is the problem. If you don't put the logos on there, people will start go question. And, elsewhere. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we've seen this throughout the community here, and we've seen more people over the last couple of weeks because they've been getting them into stock. People have jumped ship. Um, it, when you go on to the new consoles, going back to Stadia uh, is, is hard for some of the games. It is really hard. Yeah. True. Yep. True. Go ahead, gamer. No, I was just agreeing. It is it is extremely hard. That's why, you know, uh, Jerry and I, we always say this, right? Hey, man, if Stadia is your only place to play the game, then stay there with it. Do not go experience it somewhere else. If you do that, you will truly see the shortcomings of not just Stadia in general, but cloud gaming and where it should sit within the priority list um, of your gaming life, per se. I mean, I'm not the one to dictate that, but I am saying there is a, an order regarding what what you'd like to experience. If convenience is your thing, then yeah, go cloud all day. But if you truly want the experience intended by the developers, you're going to go local. I mean, that, that's just what it is. There are small nuances available locally that you just don't get in some cloud platforms. Um, GFN, I think they're the closest or no, not even that. I'm um, Shadow. 
they're probably the closest, but I, I'm speaking in more of a mainstream perspective than I'd say GFN. They're they're super close with their technology, although they need to get the 4K rolling and um, increase the bit rates a little bit. I, I notice, you know, I know we can change them, but I noticed a little little artifacting that I hadn't seen in Biomutant, um, you know, elsewhere. So um, get it all together. But if you really want that true experience, go local. I mean, that that's just what it is. True, true. All right, let's talk about these two games coming this month for the Google City platform. Control, the Ultimate Edition, and Olympics game, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. That's quite interesting. It's not 2020. Anyway, um, those are the two games coming for Google City platform. Um, just checking with you guys. Going to open this up. How excited are you guys for these two games coming to the platform? Zero. Damn, not even five. <laughs> I mean, man, look, hey, man, how many times can I play Control? <laughs> I've played Control like six times. And and in the cloud, I played it on xCloud. I played it on Luna. I played it on Jay. I'm done. I'm done with Control. I'm done. But what would you say for the people who haven't experienced Control, though? Well, well, see, for them, it, it's the same thing. Then, hey, you'll love it. Go yeah. enjoy it. It's a, It's yeah. a great game. But for everyone that that experienced it already, and I, I, I think most people probably have, it, it's an, the game has been out for a pretty long time now. So, you know, for me, I'm good. I'm like, hey, if, uh, I can uh, no need to pick up my Stadia controller for this. Yeah, if you really wanted to play Control, you would have played it by now. That, that's that's my thoughts anyway. No, but I I I read the forums. I read Reddit. This. The people who haven't experienced this game that are really excited what? to experience in Stadia, because the game is really brilliant, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, Stadia might game. not be like the best place against gonna be missing the RTX, but I I feel like if it's something like Luna, it's still a decent experience. So, what would you say to those people? Well, if you really wanted to play Control, you would have played it by now, like because it's been on GFN for how long? But realistically, the stadiums are mostly exclusive to Stadia. They're probably well, not going to pick up GFN to play this, right? Well, then that's they're just they're doing themselves a disservice, then, isn't they? Localizing themselves to one one place when there's a whole world out here. Like that, 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 that. I think that's what holds Stadia back at times as the community goes nuts for certain games because they haven't played them. I'm like. If you really wanted to play these games, you would have played them by now, you know. Um, the Olympics game, though, I think looks pretty interesting. I think I'm going to have some fun with that. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that looks like a kind of a good solid um, couch court game with the family, uh, you know, a little bit of competitive edge with your, with your siblings and, and, and whatnot, you know. The kind of arcade styles, was, it's pretty nice as well. It looks like it's a pretty well done game. Yeah, um, and they have an online component too. I don't know if it's going to yeah. be cross-platform play, but I mean... That's I'm, the thing that I want to see, cross-platform yeah. play with a game like that, definitely. Yeah. I mean, is uh, StateShare a part of Control or no? We don't know, nothing. Yeah, see, just, you know, something yeah. like that, would, would it would entice me to jump back in Ooh, if we had some sort point. of state share and or whatever, but... Point. And, and that that's how I view this entire thing, man. People are like, as long as Stadia bring the AAA 
games, day and date, et cetera, et cetera, we're good. No, you're not good because, you know, we have other options and other places to play these games. And when you compare them, Stadia's version just doesn't hold up a lot of times. I mean, it's cool, but is it better than a competitor's version of the game? Nine times out of 10, it is not. But if you're a, if you're the, the Stadian who's locked into the platform and you love it, then it's great for you. Right. But for everyone else, then we just see it as, uh, okay, it's, it's cool. Mm, yeah. You know what? Gemma makes a good point there. I think Stadia with the features that they can implement, you know, your crowd choice, your crowd play, your state share, they could bring some really good old games, um, you know, and give them a new lease of life and, and, and give people something else to experience, something new to experience with some pretty good pretty good games that have came out over the last couple of years. So that's a good point. Again, like imagine the state share with a game like Resident Evil 7, right? Um, yeah. Just having people like help you, you know, tell you where to go, where not to go, help you make decisions as you um, are, you know, playing games. I, you're right. They can make old games feel different and in a way new in, for Google Stadia to plot. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, GTV. <laughs> I'll jump in your lane, Ace. I'll, I'll come with you. Okay. So what you're asking here is for people who are exclusively Stadia, they yes. don't play anywhere else. That's their platform. Yeah. Um, for me, I can't live like that. Uh, there isn't a single cloud service out there that offers enough games that has yes. all the re- releases. Uh, that's why I have to play everywhere. Not that Stadia doesn't play a lot of those games great, but there's just they don't have every release that the consoles or the PCs have or right. or whatnot. And that's every cloud service, and that's just going to be the way it is. But if you're a Stadia person, if that's just where you play and that's it, um, and you never experienced Control, it was 2019 game of the year. Like Gamer TV said, I think I've beat it six times. Uh, I mean, I've played it all over the place, and I loved it. Thank you, Remedy. I mean, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, yes. and Control are three games that I actually took the time to beat. I beat them multiple times and loved them. So if you are a person that hasn't experienced it, you'll love the game. My question is pricing, because it is an older game. Stadia has done pretty good at bringing those games for a sale. Like, I remember when Star Wars came out, it was 23 bucks. Yeah. not 60 like at release you know so we'll see what kind of price they throw at it but uh you know like how monkey said if you really wanted to play this game most gamers have but if you're a stadia only person uh, i could see you being really excited for it because this is a game that you want to play um the olympics i'm with you uh, it's okay to delay a game but let's change the year I, I, I don't care what legal hoops you have to jump through. I said yeah. in my news video, it freaks me out. There's no need for a 2020 game in 2020. <laughs> just change the year. Just change the last number and make me happy with yeah. it because I feel like I'd be buying an old game. And that's just, it's a mental thing. I have an issue. It's 2021. I don't want to buy 2020 games, but it was delayed and henceforth they didn't change the name. But uh, another good grab, though, if they can have that uh, yeah. day and date. Okay. Yeah. Anyone oh. else? That would be me now. Shall I start positive or should I start negative? We'll go negative to start off with and we'll end on the positive. Uh, Control is a game uh, where people are going to say they've played it and completed it. I'm not going to get you, GTP. I'm not telling it you. It's one of these games where people like to say that they've played and they've loved and all this sort of carry on. I don't think it's going to sell well. I think it's going to... (laughs) 
people are going to say that they played it and bought it, but uh, it's one of these games. I've got a couple of copies of it now because I keep on meaning to play it and I never get around to it because it just doesn't have the hook for me at this moment in time. I am honest enough to say these sort of things. So Control coming for me was not a shocker. I think it was nailed on. It was just a matter of time because it's been on everything. It's on on Luna. It's on GeForce now. It was on PlayStation. It was on basically absolutely everything. So it wasn't a shock. The good news for me, I'm going under the good, see, I'm finishing on the positive, is the Olympics Games coming. I think that was a major, not a major thing that's... It's just the way we talk over here. We say brilliant and all this sort of stuff. This was a real good uh, get for them coming day and date as well. They need the day and date on the third-party titles, as many as possible. This is a sports title, which is even better. They're getting it day and date. The cross-play is going to be what makes or probably breaks this title if you're going to be playing multiplayer, because I, I don't see that many people buying the game but if it's cross-play be brilliant and just like uh you have been saying for control could you imagine if they put crowd choice in this and and all that sort of stuff or uh, crowd choice and crowd play in the, the olympics game that would be a winner as yeah. well sure. for control for control what i hope what happens uh i hope it goes straight into pro that would make a really great pro game really great pro game seriously um and if you were to charge for it no more than 20 bucks um because it's it's a very old game and like a lot of people i mean it's it's on game pass you can pretty much play that game anyway it's on luna for freak's sakes right anyway um yeah so I'm really excited for this Olympic game coming. I, I feel like it's a good filler. I think Stadia kind of lacks sports. I mean, we got FIFA, we got Madden now, but um, and NBA, but we're still missing like MLB and the hockey game. Now, is, so, is it really sports though? <laughs> it's <laughs> Olympic games. It's all sports. I mean, uh, a, I mean it's got how, football in it. How, how great got... can it be, man? <laughs> it's it's arcadey sports, but it's, it's okay, like, like Wii Sports. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. It's Wii Sports for stadium. I, okay. I, I, I think overall, sorry. I think overall, though, this is a good family fun game, and I, I think, you know, this, this, this is a good get overall for for the. Especially because it's bringing local college co-op. I mean, that has my attention for sure. And, and that Sonic skin. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So let's let's anyone else for Stadia now. But just want to bring this up before we move on. Ghost Recon is getting another. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's getting another free week play for this. Uh, play. Go ahead, Monkey. Just on the Ghost Recon front, that's yep. free to play everywhere else, but for Stadia you have to pay for Pro to play it for free. Oh. Does that make any sense? Why can't it just make it free for everyone like it is everywhere else? I don't understand that. They're sort of locking it behind their subscription. Uh, I, I've, I've said this before and I will still say it. I have no problem with that. Uh, just a lot. 
as a Stadia Pro perk of a sorts. Obviously, yes, in a in an ideal world, it would be free on it, but I understand that I don't think it's too much of a bad thing. Uh, I I would prefer it to be free for everybody. I know they've done it before for a game which slips my mind. Was it Borderlands, maybe? No, Elder Scrolls, I think. Was it Elder Scrolls? Uh, level was free for everyone, and then they yeah. put Elder Scrolls behind Pro. That yeah. was on the same. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I, I I've not much of an issue with them putting it behind Pro. Uh, from a business sort of standpoint, I would want it. I would not want it there. I'm just making that clear. I wish it wasn't there, but I completely another these understand it, and it, for me, it's not too much of a thing. Hmm. I am just uh, really concerned about how many times we've seen this game as a free-to-play game, right? This in Borderlands <laughs> is like how 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 many of these free? I mean, if people won the game by now, they they would have uh, have purchased it, right? Yeah. This is mm. uh, I don't get why they keep choosing these. There's so many other games they can choose to, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I have the question why these two games just always seem like the, the two games that just keep being displayed or test out Google Stadia. Um, is it the Steam uh, Stream Connect feature they're trying to showcase? Or I don't know. But I, I just hope, I wish they would change the games up for the free to play weekend. There goes yeah. my camera. Dang, <laughs> I thought I was going to make it through. <laughs> Got so close to, but anyway, that's that's my gripe with this man. They need to pick other games, and anyone else before we just move on to X Cloud. I think they've just got a lack of games they can really, really show this off with. Uh, game, not they don't, they can't chuck out a couple of these games because people could clock them over the weekend, and uh, so it is just they have to pick and choose. NBA would be one. FIFA, Madden, it's sports titles. I, so, I just so here's yeah. my question, right? They demoed Stadia with a single player focus game with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? Why aren't they demoing single player focus game like high like Valhalla would be a great game, right? It runs like like crap on Stadia, but realistically speaking, why don't they showcase like final? You know, showcase single player games. Let people play games that they actually might be interested. Imagine like seeing a game that you might want, like Red Dead Redemption, single player focus. Some people might even sign up for Pro just to play this game on Google Stadia. I'm just saying, right? Showcase yeah. a single player focus game that Doom Eternal, even though Microsoft owns that now, but like games like that. Showcase games that people will actually want to play. Not freaking grocery comp breakpoint. Yeah. It's my thing, and they just—I I just don't get why this game keeps popping up with a free to play. It's yeah, crazy. I have—I have two two gripes with this entire thing. Well, maybe three, but I'll leave it at two. Um, number one, like you said, Ghost Recon. Choose choose a different game. Um, but then locking it behind Pro. I know Duncan, you say that you're okay with it, but that isn't what you want. And I, I agree with you, but. Locking it behind Pro only caters to existing, you know, Pro members. Right. I don't believe Stadia is pulling in yeah. a new audience, yeah. locking it behind Pro. Um, but then, why do we know the week of 
like it's just weird like if you're trying to grow the platform you'd blast this out to the world like a month beforehand hey or two weeks three weeks whatever it is we have ghost recon come play it in a different way conveniently through the cloud stream connect you know an entirely different way to play and it's free to play just just go to stadia.com yeah. and and and, and click right. play Market it. Yeah. you know yeah send it out let let yeah. it saturate a little bit but yeah. you tell us, you know, it's locked behind pro and but if you if you're already a pro member and you're interested in Ghost Recon, it's so old right there you now. Go. You would have there it. you go. I'm glad you said that. And that was gonna be my next thing. Most pro members probably already own this game. So who are yeah. they trying to cater with with this promotion? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I I you hit it right right in the head with that for sure. All right, cool. So let's wrap steady up, man. Let's move on to xCloud. There's uh, not a lot to talk about with xCloud. Just several games releasing for this platform this week. Um, actually, I don't even know if these are xCloud games. I I'll let you talk to the games, Hell Monkey. You did uh, videos. What what xCloud games were released yeah. in the platform this week? So this, this week we got Mania, um, Conan Exiles. Fusion Frenzy and okay. Joyride Turbo. Um, them four accompanied the last week's uh, other four games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like what xCloud do. They give us every two weeks, we get like two handfuls of games, you know, announced, and they, they space them out throughout the two week period. Um, yeah, Manny is a really good game. I, can't, like, I really like it. The other three I'm not too fussed about. Um, they're not my cup of tea, but, you know, next week they're going to announce another, you know, eight or ten games, and there'll be something there for me. There usually always is. So if you compare this game, by the again, GeForce now killing it with 22 games, but let's just be real and compare it to the games released this week by the platforms. Um, uh, how would you guys rate these four games here again? Conan Exiles, Man Eater, Fusion Frenzy. By the way, if you guys haven't played that game, it's for the original Xbox. One of the games that I spent a lot of time in with my family when Xbox One release. Good fun party game. Um, don't know how it plays today, but it was fun back then. But how would you rate this game compared to what other people are putting out this week? Decent, not so good. Uh, pretty weak to me. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's Good. all all in line. Good. Okay. I'm glad you guys, because again, this this is probably a weak week, right? If we are being honest with um, Game Pass, Xbox Cloud Gaming games. All right. A, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, two weeks' time, I think we're going to be talking, or sorry, two weeks, one day's time, we're going to be... Yes, <laughs> I think we're not going to hear, I think we're going to get, I will say this in the nicest way possible, mediocre maybe announcements over the next couple of days uh, for the, the month ahead. And that when they do their conference, I think we're going to, I think xCloud is going to be mentioned and we may hear about the new Blades and some of the bangers coming to xCloud. Uh, Battlefield, Touchwood. <laughs> Dude, that event is gonna again if it's anything like the previous events where most of the games announced there were like what's come to game pass or the cloud 
they're going to show a lot of brilliant stuff, and it's going to be pretty cool. Again, pay attention to the Series X Blade. Might not be like same day release there and then, but possibly a date of when we might see that you know be a thing because we know it's in testing right now. So again, pay close attention to that event. It's going to be pretty cool, right? Anyone else with these games in X Cloud? No one else. That's it. Is it? It was a strong <laughs> week for Game Pass because we got yeah. Knockout City, we got Mech Warrior Five. You know, there's been other games thrown in there. It was a good Game Pass week for okay. Ultimate for PC and console. Right. But for the games that got thrown to the cloud, it wasn't as exciting as they've had. You know, like prior weeks before. Um, but uh, Man Eater's the highlight if you're going to highlight any of them. Right. Uh, but I mean, I beat that last year when it was an Epic Game Store exclusive for last summer. But yeah, uh, right. again, it's about a 15 hour game if you go through it. It's it's a lot of fun. But um, and it seems so, to be running pretty good next cloud as well. I've been playing a little bit there. Yeah. So can I ask you a question? This game that everyone knockout city that everyone's talking about, is it a disappointment that it didn't make it to X Cloud? This is a game that I felt like would have been great on X Cloud. No? Yeah. Yes? It, it would have been great. I didn't expect it because it came from the EA play side, I believe it was, for everything there. So I didn't didn't really expect it to be uh, cloud at least off the bat but yeah absolutely especially today when i was doing some stuff i had my ipad with me away from the house i was like man i have a few minutes i would jump into knockout city if right. xcloud was uh, but i didn't want to jump on shadow or anything because it's not a cross save thing so i was like ah, i don't want to start over but uh yeah it, it would have been uh it would have been really cool i didn't have my other xbox plugged into game stream so yeah it would have been it would have been nice to have it in the cloud i would have liked it okay if it wasn't 30 FPS, which it's going to be right now. That's the other problem. I think with the Series X Blades, we can get more games. I don't I don't think Knockout City at 30 FPS on a 1S Blade would have been a good experience anyway, but I still would have jumped in. So, <laughs> so 30 is 60 right now on whatever you played. On. 60, 4K 60 uh, easily uh, on the Series X. Uh, PC, more than that, you have unlimited frame rate on PC, so I could play way higher on there but like i said my save i'm really maintaining it on xbox but yeah it's super smooth i mean the one s yeah. or the or the series x it's absolutely amazingly smooth you know good point with that because again they they bring this game at 34 x cloud and you're playing against people at 60 you are at a disadvantage and that's gonna suck but yeah okay did this game release on the series s yeah okay. knockout yeah yeah okay yeah. all right huh all right, interesting. I know again, you've been looking at. I know you said you're not going to get any, but I know I already know you've been looking at consoles and stuff. Every time me and Chase talk about 120 FPS, 60 can, FPS, all can this I other be stuff, real with like, you right now? This might be. I actually have two Series S right here and the oh, Series no. X right I don't know here. how you can't just not open one up and start playing. <laughs> yeah, it's just I have no desire, but. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. You have good willpower. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyone else for this um, xCloud news? No, no? Okay. Cool. Well, next week, we're, we've, we've, we've done it all. I think perfect timing. Spend a long time on Luna and Stadia, but I feel like it was well-deserved. But next week, we should have um, the normal panel that holds in Ben, possibly. Here, uh, so it'll be good. I feel like these weeks coming are going to be quite interesting, especially for the month of June, for gaming, cloud gaming as a whole too. So stay tuned. We're going to have a lot 
to talk about for sure. But just want to give members a chance to plug in the channels and tell people what they do so you can uh, go go find them. So, Duncan, what do you do, sir, and where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over at Cloudy with Games, and we give uh, roundups of all the news. We've got a couple of shows. We're doing. We're starting to really push out gameplay footage now of all the different platforms. So we're we're just having a lot of fun. So go check out Cloudy with Games. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Duncan. How about you, GTP? What do you do? Where can people find you? Yeah, guys. Simple enough. Game Tech Planet on YouTube at Game Tech Planet on uh, Twitter and uh, console, cloud, PC, pretty much anything I can do. And June is definitely going to be awesome because that's when we find out what's really happening for the rest of the year with everybody. So it's like my Christmas for June. <laughs> it's awesome. Cool, cool. Gamer TV, what do you do, sir? And where can people find you? Yeah, so um, I pretty much just pop out short, quick videos, quick looks, quick reviews, quick um, opinions on gaming things. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, GMRTV Plus, and the same for YouTube. Awesome, awesome. And Hell Monkey, what do you do, sir? Where can people find you? Uh, sorry, I was just closing our Hitman 3 giveaway competition. Um, taking Did anyone away. find it? Yeah, there's a good uh, there's a good few people found it. So I'm gonna we're gonna run that and we'll announce the winner of that tomorrow. Uh, at yeah. some point in a Discord, the winner will be contacted via email just to let you guys know. Um, and thank you to everyone that participated. All the um, website views went through the roof because there was a giveaway going. So if you would all kindly come back and take a look at it on a regular basis, that would be that would be great. And uh, yeah, just look out for me report the news throughout the week. As soon as anything drops, I am straight on it, uh, as and when I can. And um, yeah, great show, guys. Really, really good show tonight. Awesome. Good to have you guys all on here. Viewers, thank you for watching. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back here next um, Saturday, 2 p.m. PST. And yeah, look forward to having Holtz back in here so I can have a buddy, you know, to to talk Stadia with, man. Um, But yeah, appreciate this panel. Appreciate you guys watching. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Till next time, fellas. Peace out.